0: by Sports Interaction, Canada sports book.
1: It's March Mania at Sports Interaction, NHL, NBA, March Madness, MLB, and so much more. It's bananas. Play Pinata Picks and Minute Madness, exclusive games with insane odds you can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet with Sports Interaction. Download the app in Ontario, use the QR code at the bottom of your screen, or head to sportsinteraction.com to get started. 19+. Please play responsibly. I'm getting in trouble right now in the live chat. Lots of people giving me a hard time for being late. Uh, Jay Money saying, Audie James having tech issues? <laughs> that can't be possible. Uh, we <laughs> did have a slight tech issue, a little bit of a hiccup, but, uh, but we're good to go now. Uh, not, uh, full steam ahead, and uh, we're covering a win. It, it, we have James Johnson back. JJ, what's up? How's it
0: going? How's it going? Um,
1: and we're covering yet another win. Cuz I'm pretty sure your record's pretty impeccable when you come on this show and talk about Flames hockey. I am
0: 6-0-1 now. Unbelievable.
1: So... Unbelievable. I think pretty, pretty I think good stuff. I think this is going to be this is bad for me, but great for the Calgary Flames and great for their fans because uh come the end of the season, you know, when we do our great recaps and all that stuff, um there might be a petition going out that you replace me in the game over Calgary chair. Um because you get all the wins. And and, and if Flames fans have it any other way, uh then they they would uh, they I'm sure they'd like to see you on here um more than they'd like to see me. But uh oh and, and the puppy, yeah. of course. And we got we got Mr. Pupper.
0: Mr. Aston is here to say hello to all of SDPN right now. Aston's the uh, sleepy boy. Oh yeah, he's he does not want to be here right now. I'm kind of forcing him, so he will probably <laughs> duck out in a second. He's but...
1: like, Papa, let me go to sleep, please. <laughs> he's, he's late. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> anyways, welcome to, uh, to Game Over Calgary, another Calgary Flames uh, one-goal game. Not surprised yeah. to see that at all this season. It's something that's... Uh, is becoming more and more common as we approach the end of the season but it is a Calgary Flames win nonetheless which uh going down the stretch depending on which side of the fence you sit on I know it's been up and down and up and down even for me um based on what I want the Flames to do but before we break down tonight's game before we get too deep into the meat and potatoes it was pride night tonight at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome and if you in here are gonna talk shit about that? Then just leave right now because I'm starting full force with it because it was fucking awesome. Um, was I'm wearing I'm wearing my pride shirt. I gotta get more SDPN pride merch. Uh, shameless plug SDPN merch. If you go to the SDPN website, um, go ahead and check that out. Lots of great pride merch. Um, there's there's pride flag stuff. There's trans flag stuff. There's lots of great stuff that you can get to support uh, support pride. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, and Aston definitely says go check out the pride merch on the SDPN merch shop. Um, But it being, um, (laughs) yeah, see, we're already seeing, uh, we're already seeing some, some BS. You know what? Just, just get rid of this guy. I'll just get rid of him. How do I do that? Put user in timeout. There we go. Bye bye. Um, Get him. him. Let's cook this man. Cook this man. Um, But anyways, it was pride night. It was the first time <laughs> – there's some good comments going on chirping this guy. I, I got to get focused again because this is funny. Um, this is the first time the Flames ever did a jersey, which was cool. Um, shout yeah. out to Megan. I can't remember. Megan, I think something Megan? – Megan Parker. Megan Parker. That's it. Uh, the, art, the local artist who designed the Calgary Flames um, pride jersey. Chef's Kiss. It was – it was so great, um, incorporating a lot of uh, a lot of art in in the actual flaming sea, incorporating the pride colors, and then even on the numbers they had the pride colors as well, and uh, and some nice arts on uh, the on the numbers as well. Same art as in the in the middle of the logo. So um, it was great. I, I think you know I'm surprised it took as long as it did for them to get a jersey, like, but you know what. I guess in this day and age better late than never. Uh and yeah. I'm glad uh, the biggest thing for me, I'm just glad that there was no BS. It was 100% um everybody everybody wore it. I, I what do you before we get too far into it, I think it's important to highlight this um what were your thoughts and uh and and just overall consensus on the jerseys, the night itself and and, and what you thought of the uh, 2023 Pride celebration for the Flames?
0: Yeah, it was it was so well done. I'm I'm very proud of the Flames organization for doing everything they did, and every player wore the jersey, which is great. I think in past years Calgary has been a bit they've been behind other teams, especially in Canada, in doing celebratory jerseys such as Lunar New Year, uh, other things like that, Pride. But this year they've knocked it out of the park like the Lunar jerseys, the Indigenous, uh, and then the Pride today, like, everything has looked so well. Everything has looked great. It's all been well done. And yeah, it's it's exciting. Like, when <laughs> when the Edmonton Oilers posted theirs, there was a lot of hate comments. And when Calgary posted theirs, I was expecting to see a lot more. So that was nice seeing less <laughs> less hate than expected, which which is nice because there's a lot of people that just love to hate on everything. For whatever reason. Yeah.
1: It's not really hard to be a good person and just accept people for who they are. But I didn't realize that in today's day and age at the age of 26 going on 27 in June, I'd have to try to explain that to people online. Um, One of the first things I was taught was to treat people you know, the way you'd like to be treated. And I wouldn't like to be treated yeah. the way that some people uh, talk about the, you know, the the LGBTQ two uh, plus community that, uh, you know, just wants to be accepted. And that's, that's the name of the game here. We, um, we just want everybody to be accepted. Everybody's welcome. Uh, not only on this stream, not only in the game of hockey, as much as it may not feel that you are, you are, there's lots of people that are, uh, in your corner, as much as it seems like the people that aren't are amplified. Um, I just hope people realize that there are, there are resources. There are people out here that, that support you. Um, this entire network, I, I'm going to speak on behalf of the entire SDPN because I know that from top to bottom, everybody's welcome. And the message is very clear, uh, from, from the top down that, um, you know, everybody is to be included and, and it's really not that hard. So, um, and there you go. Katarina saying uh, going to be 27 in June twinsies. Yes. If you're on the 17th of June, then that's a different story. Then that's even, even more so twinsies. But um, yeah, I, I moral of the story, I think they knocked it out of the park. Shout out to Brent Gibbs uh, and company who did a fantastic job of, of, of co- collaborating the whole thing, putting it all together. And like you mentioned, JJ, the flames have knocked it out of the park all year with everything that they've, uh, they've done for, for all of their theme nights. So just a just a kudos to, um, uh, kudos to everybody who uh, who was involved and everybody yeah. who um you know um everybody who partook and it was good to see that everybody uh you know everybody wore the jerseys it was it was nice um it, they, they were gorgeous and i'm just gonna leave it at that um they were gorgeous and and to oscar's point why does the league make it difficult to buy practice jerseys that's a miss not just from the flames but from every other team in the league because um even if you know corporate greed they're going to want to pocket some money somehow even if you put like half the proceeds in your pocket and half the proceeds in in a charity of your choices pocket those things are going to sell like hotcakes um so I, i just i wish that they could i wish they put them on sale more than just uh you know the limit that they have for the ones that they wore on the ice and you got to pay astronomical amounts for to, uh, to try to get those, which but it's for a good cause. They, they all go to the CSCC inclusion program, but uh, mm-hmm. I do agree with Oscar's comment. I wish they made it a little bit more, uh, a little bit easier to, uh, to come by. Um, Robert saying, Adi, yeah. if you can only get the mugs in the team store in person, you are getting me a mug. I will <laughs> do my damnedest to get you whatever piece of pride merch you need. I, for one, got someone to pick me up a hat today just in case they did sell out. Um, so I do have a hat on the way. I'm excited to wear that one and debut it here. Um, just before we get in, uh, I'll read a few more comments as well. Um, but, 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 but where are we? Oh, yes, uh, Robert making a good point as well. Gould, Mike Gould did confirm. Um, I was going to check in with Popo, but I didn't. Uh, but I want to ask him if, it, if they are for sure going on a t-shirt. If that's the case, those are going to sell like crazy too. Um, yeah. you'll know damn well um, and this one from Adam SDPN has really made me feel very welcome about being LGBTQ2 plus and a big fan of hockey and that's That's, that's important. That's important, Adam. And, and you know what, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate that you feel safe in this space because it's important that everybody feels safe, enjoying the things that they love, especially this beautiful game that drives us crazy and this team that drives us crazy. Uh, But as long as, you know, everybody feels welcome, everybody feels supported and that this is a a safe space for everybody. That's, that's our main goal uh, at the end of the day, no matter what. So the fact that it makes you feel like that, Is a win for me. It's a win for JJ. It's a win for everybody at SDPN. So um, we are glad to see that. Okay, we'll touch a little bit more on pride as we keep going because it was an important night to highlight a bunch of stuff that the Flames did. Um, But one thing that we can be proud of is the fact that the Calgary Flames looked tonight like they played a full 60, something that they haven't done all year. The biggest hockey cliche out there is to play a full 60. If you ask any player after any given game, they're going to tell you that they either did or they didn't do that. From my vantage point, JJ, and I'd love to hear your two cents on it after, um, probably one of the best collective games that this group has played um, all season from the crease out. Agree or disagree?
0: Yeah, I think they they know it's crunch time. And I'm going to be honest, I was, I was just sitting and waiting for LA to come back. Like I was waiting for the Flames to turn it off because that's what we've seen all season. And I got to give them credit. They they proved me wrong and they actually played what i thought might have been their best game of the season. The LA Kings are incredible right now. I believe they're 10-0 and 2. Well, they were 10-0 and 2 going yeah, into this game. They were. So that's like Calgary just handed them their first regulation loss in 13 games. So and not to, you know, vancouver is also on a hot streak and we play them next, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. But yeah really really great game for the Flamestone. I, I was very impressed. I didn't see this coming at all. If you would have told me Nashville beat Boston, Calgary beat LA and Winnipeg was losing to San Jose, I would have laughed at you but hey, that's why we play the games. are they are <laughs> they losing?
1: They... That was something I was gonna double check on because yes,
0: I probably I should probably double. one check of the points I,
1: I had was Nashville won. Uh, against Boston. The Sharks are still up one nothing with a minute fifteen Oof. to play in uh in the second period as far as my app shows me. Um but yeah it's uh it's really like as much as we've been and, and I've been beating this drum too I'll, I'll I'll full transparency. I'll I'll eat all the crow in the world. I I, I, I talk a lot of shit and I, 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 sm- I smack my smack. I I talk too much. I talk out of my ass at the best of times. Um, but I'm not afraid to eat crow. And that's something that the flames are looking at me. And there's the, it's the, they're reading my tweets and it's the Michael Jordan. And I took that shit personally, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've been writing them off. I thought they'd been out of this for yeah. a few weeks. Now they showed glimpses, you know, you and I, one of the last times we talked about it on this show, we're just flipping from shit. We should probably start losing some games and get some Bedard, uh, Talk going here in calgary to wait now hold on a second there's a little bit of a glimmer of hope and it's that back and forth that we're seeing over the past couple weeks and we're gonna see it till the end so buckle the fuck up um, (laughs) is what's driving me crazy driving me absolutely crazy and you look ahead at the flame schedule some winnable games in there,
0: you know. There are a lot of winnable games. Yes. A
1: lot of winnable games to finish off the stretch. And uh, you know, if the Jets do what the Jets do and they start to go down the shitter, might be uh we might be seeing the uh, Calgary Flames in that wild card two spot.
0: You never know. And it would be very funny. I'm not a fan of Rick bonus because of he made <laughs> playoffs. Calgary in Dallas last year made that so boring. He did. I'm not a fan of Rick bonus. So if they, <laughs> if the Jets do miss, I would be I would be I'd give it a little chuckle and kind of laugh at them. But I I still even if Winnipeg beat or sorry, even if San Jose beats Winnipeg tonight, I I'm still not optimistic at all because even though it'll show Calgary's only two points away, they're actually three points out because they have so many overtime losses that if they tie Winnipeg for points, Winnipeg gets in because they have so many more regulation. regulation wins. Wins. So, in theory, if Winnipeg wins, they're five points out. If Winnipeg loses, they're three points out, even though it'll show they're only two points out. So, I just want to clarify because I saw right after Calgary won, everyone's saying, We're only two points out. i like, oh, You really need, you, you, you really.
1: You really need so the moral of this of this discussion is the Flames really need to not tie the Jets for points. They they, they outright need to have need to more be, points yeah. than the. You need one more point than the Winnipeg Jets, um, in order to uh, you know avoid that inevitable shitstorm of a tiebreak that is regular or uh, overtime. Or sorry, Jesus Christ. Regulation wins, regulation. which yeah. um, the Flames don't have a whole lot of. They are definitely merchants of the overtime loss, which oh, yeah. uh, if you take those points away, the Flames are nowhere close to where they are right now. But um, a, like, lottery. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like it's it's crazy. If the NHL did what the MLB does, in terms of just straight up wins, losses, games back, stuff like that, it would have been, uh, it, it's, it makes for a much more interesting uh, standings. I, I wanted to do an experiment on it and I put all those standings together. You take away all those points. And then like, I didn't realize I did this on, on a Saturday where games started at like noon and teams <laughs> had already won. And I'm like, fuck, I got to redo everything. And I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. Um, I said, I said, screw that noise. But um some 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 positives, I guess, leading into what we've talked about over the past little while as the most important stretch of Calgary Flames hockey this season. Um, one of them is between the pipes. Jacob Markstrom yeah. has looked, and, and I've seen some of the comments, people saying, you know, Oscar again saying, haven't been paying a ton of attention, but has Markstrom been better recently 100%? He looks like a completely different player than, than, you know, he did to start the season and even, you know, up until the pretty much three quarter mark of the season, he was shaky at best. He was a shell of his former self. And he just quite frankly, wasn't getting the job done. He was in his own head. He was saying that he was playing bad hockey to the media. And when you're saying to the media that you're playing like shit, you know, damn well in your head, it's way worse than what you're portraying to the media. So, it was tough sledding for Jacob Markstrom, but he's found his ground. Now, my question for you, if the Flames are able to squeak their way into the playoffs, is Jacob Markstrom to be a feared man between the pipes? Getting oh, yeah. hot at the right time. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, oh, he's got, like, new dad strength right now, and yeah. I would not want to mess with that man. He, If he's on, he is on. Yeah. He is on. And... I've, you know, I've, there's been a couple times where he's put together a brief stint where he's been really good. And then I tweet out the, let's put out word there that we back up. And then he goes straight downhill again. But yeah. I think ever since March started, he's been very consistent. And it's what the, look, the Flames are going to need him. What are there? Seven games left. They're going to need him probably for every seven, every single game left including the back-to-back against Winnipeg, which yeah. is going to be the game of the year, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah. that's
1: that's got the makings to be one of, if not the best games
0: yeah. of the, and of the like, season for the Flames. Maybe you start Vladar against Chicago and then give Markstrom Winnipeg on the back-to-back just so he's fresh for that game, which is going to essentially decide your season. But the point is, like, you're going to need him to play exactly how he played tonight for the next seven games and they might have a chance they might so you're might. saying there's
1: a chance <laughs>
0: there's, there's 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 a little chance i think you know There's God,
1: look our our luck being how we are on social media and i'm talking about you and i because you know we have not been quiet <laughs> on our stance of where the team is and how we think they're going to finish. It would be our luck for all the trolls to come back out and be in our fucking replies saying, Oh, you're a dumbass and, and linking us to tweets that we already put out about how this team is done. And, you know, I I, I could foresee that coming to fruition. And and it would just be to spite you and I, spite the OG Barn Burner crew to uh <laughs> Yeah. Rest in peace to, um, to spite us. Um, and, and (laughs) it would just be, uh, you know what? I'm running out of things to say because it would just, it would be exactly. Yeah. It would be exactly what the doctor ordered, uh, for, for you and I, um, quickly before we pivot, I want to talk about one more player before we wrap up the show, but, um, I just wanted to shout out Julian McKenzie, a good pal of mine who Writes for the Athletic, covers the Calgary Flames. He um, he wrote a piece on Backland, Michael Backland, and um, they talked about it on the most recent SDP. By the way, if you haven't watched the most recent SDP, you might notice something a little different about the setting. I'm not going to give it away. If you haven't watched or you haven't listened, go ahead and listen to the episode titled HQ. Um, you're going to be in for a surprise. It's, it's a good episode. Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff happening at SDPN. Um, But they talked about it on on the SDP, and Julian wrote a piece for The Athletic about Michael Backlund when he skated in his 900th NHL game uh, just last week. And one of the things he said was then-GM Daryl Sutter made Michael Backlund switch from number 60 to number 11 because he thought the vertical numbers would make him look taller, which is ridiculously absurd to me. I, I can't tell you how much I laughed about that, but then I thought there's no way this is true. And then I thought JJ and I interviewed Michael Backlund on our show, barn burner. And he shared a story about the NGM, Daryl Sutter who drafted, or was he coaching at that time?
0: Uh, drafted. I, I think he drafted him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. in
1: Oh, yeah. seven. Oh, seven. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, the story is that um, the story is that, th- yeah, uh, Robert put it, we hope the mic is fixed tomorrow. There was a little bit of technical issues in SDP, but that's okay. They'll get it fixed. Hiccups. Um, the story goes, and Michael told it to us, it's crazy, is that, you know, they get the draft cap. You put the cap on, You put the or you put the jersey on, you put the cap on, you put your arm around your coach, you put your arm around your GM. Yeah, JJ's going to do it right now. Put your armor under your coach, put your armor on your GM, and you take your pictures. And that's, you know, you're welcome to the NHL. You shake Gary Bettman's hand and you go about your business. Michael Backlund was not allowed to wear his draft cap because Daryl Sutter told him they are for baseball players. And I and I'm not bullshit. Like, JJ can can corroborate this story. It is true. Yep. He told us that straight up on our own show when we interviewed him that. He wasn't allowed to wear the draft cap, which is and and people who think that the the jersey number story is either false or hilarious, just know that it came <laughs> from Michael Backlund's mouth that he wasn't even allowed to wear his own draft cap because of Daryl Sutter. So take that for what it's worth. That story, yeah. I I because I, I think you knew that story coming into it, right? Yeah, and or, and we or I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, so, somebody told us to ask him or something like that, so we asked him, and I don't think we knew the full extent of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, Daryl uh, didn't allow him to wear the draft cap, which is just weird, just weird it's, to me.
0: It's like the most stereotypical Daryl Sutter is an old hockey man, and it, it remains true. But yep. I will give him credit. When he was asked about Pride Night, he did say that if someone – that wasn't what he usually coaches wanted to play on his team he would accept them and i thought that was really cool because yep. i didn't really think that's something you know i oh maybe i'm too hard on daryl i probably am but i always see him through one lens of him just being like old grumpy coach guy but hey he has a lot of cool stories shout out to Chris Sutter who yes. Happy birthday on Thursday on
1: Thursday to Chris Sutter 30th. Happy uh, they birthday. did a big celebration for him at the dome. He's awesome. I fucking love awesome. that guy. Love that guy. Yeah. Oh, if you haven't been uh, to the saddle dome and you haven't experienced Chris Sutter time, it's the most exhilarating. I would run through a fucking brick roll brick wall for Chris Sutter during Chris Sutter time. That shit just gets me going. And, and I love that guy. He's the best hype man ever. Okay. Um, Let's quickly touch on a couple things. We're, we're up against the clock here. We've been talking for a while. I didn't realize that. Um, didn't realize that. Just give me, quickly, I wanted to touch on Walker Dewar, uh, and I'm going to let you take the floor. Give me your two cents on Walker Dewar, and then we're going to quickly pivot into our last topic, um, which I think a lot of people will find interesting. But what did you think about Walker Dewar tonight, and what have you found uh, in his sample size so far this season with the big club? Doer. I hardly Hannah. know her. Ah. It's dude. It's hilarious every time they say "doer." Hannah says "doer," and she expects me. <laughs> to see. She like looks at me. She's like, huh? "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I, I, I can't. The door.
0: I have to make that joke every single time, and every time I'm like with my dad, and I make that joke, he just like wants to punch me. But anyway, <laughs> uh Walker Doer is a perfect, perfect fourth liner. You have speed for checking everything that you ever wanted he is your guy and it's such a breath a breath of fresh air because we're used to Milan Lucic and whatever Nick Ritchie all these like guys that can't skate for shit and it's just so nice to see someone that's actually fast on this team because that's it's a major concern but I will leave it at that because we will go to our next talk.
1: yes yes we will and I and I just to quickly two cents on Walker Dewar as well um, and Nate saying doer is walking. <laughs> I see what you did there. So Phillips Peltier and Coronado can run. We'll see. But that leads me to my next point of Matthew Coronado, who a needs to buy a bigger shirt for <laughs> underneath his suit. Poor guy was looked like the, sh- the, the shirt was screaming uncle while he was being interviewed by Ryan Leslie. That shit was tight. Um, but that's okay he looks way better in that kind of tight shirt than i would so it doesn't matter you can call it for what it's worth um the bison as they're calling him has signed with the calgary flames he'll burn the first year of his elc with the big club which is something common we're starting to see more and more uh with college free agents coming out of their um you know presumption or presumed final year of college um they burn the first year of that ELC, which gets them to where they want to be a little bit quicker in terms of their contract status and whatnot. But aside from that, pretty big news to see the young man signing with the team. A lot of people wrote it off. They thought Adam Fox 2.0. Uh, no Americans want to play for the Calgary Flames, but this young man seems pretty genuinely happy to be here. Um, right off the top, are we going to see him anytime soon?
0: Uh And Um, should we
1: see him anytime soon?
0: I mean, Sean Farrell, who signed who was played for Harvard and signed with the Canadians the same day as Coronado played tonight. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Although the Canadians are officially eliminated, Calgary's in a playoff run. I know, I know. But I think, you know, giving him what, Calgary plays Friday, I think maybe just him going out on the road trip to Vancouver with them, help him become acclimated with the guys is good and then maybe you get him in sunday against anaheim i doubt he gets in anytime soon to be honest i think it'll be maybe like after the winnipeg game so more than a week from game 80 game 81 kind of thing yeah which whatever you know it it worked for jacob Peltier sitting him for like three weeks whatever it was yeah now you're sending him again but I'd love to see him in just because I think this fan base needs something to root for right now just based on everything we've seen this year being complete (laughs) and utter dog shit for lack of a better word and yeah great news to see him signed I there was a part of me that was like you know the season has just gone so poorly that's gonna be the nail in the coffin this guy's gonna you know, American players just don't like Calgary right now. Yep. But hey, he proved you proved that small part of me wrong, and I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm happy that we get to see the Coronaut show.
1: Hey Scoronado mm-hmm. and the Coronaut yeah. show. Yeah. Uh yeah. there's gonna be so many different um plays on his name. It's it's gonna be awesome. But yes, I, I can echo your excitement and your desire to see something nice this season, uh barring a miraculous playoff berth. Um, but but that yearning as a flames a person who covers this team, um it's nice. What's even nicer is to see how Jacob Peltier, who's like the youngest guy on the team already, is, is the one who took the next youngest guy under his wing. You know, took so- him for lunch or whatever. They were chumming it up at practice. Um, and, and, and and Matthew talked about it, uh, with Ryan Leslie during the intermission there when he had him on, uh, you know, during, I think it was the first or first first intermission. intermission. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's nice to see that, uh, that he's already been kind of taken under the wing and it's kind of interesting, but also nice to see It just shows you a lot about Jacob Peltier's character, um, that he's the one who, who took him under his wing, which I, I think. I think Jacob Peltier's has learned a lot about being a leader in his short NHL tenure from, I think my prime suspect would be Jonathan Huberto um, based on the French connection. But I feel like he's just soaking it all in like a sponge and you know, we're not going to be far out from Jacob Peltier being not only a great player for this team, but just such a fucking good pro. Like he is, he is learning from a lot of really good leaders how to be a good pro um, and it's going to be exciting to see his growth over the years. Okay, guys, this has been great. We're up against it here. Uh, Calgary Flames winning two to one tonight over the LA Kings on Pride Night, the inaugural, uh, Pride jersey for the Calgary Flames, among other beautiful jerseys they've done this season. The Pride jersey is up there as one of the best oh, nice. ones in, in of all man. of, and all the Pride jerseys have been great. The Florida one was awesome. Um, yeah. But the flames, they just set the bar so high with their special jerseys, and uh, and and we love the uh, we love the love for pride. We love everybody who's in here, and we accept everybody who's in here at SDPN Sports. Um, JJ, before we sign off, let the people know. Jeez. Hey, he's like, I'm Back not tired again. yet. <laughs> let the people know where they can find you and what uh, you and Aston are up to these days.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'll just leave the camera on him because I'm sure you want to... Oh, he, uh, he said, fuck or, that, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah, I don't want the camera time. You get it, James. Anyway, uh, you can find me at thewincolumn.ca. We've got a bunch of good stuff. I know you've got a, a spicy little article coming out that it's I'm excited the pipeline, to see. Yep. I've got uh, a research one that I'm doing for Thursday that I'm excited about. So we have lots of good content, everything you want and yeah uh twitter and instagram at james johnson yyc and uh love everybody here at sdpn and yeah thanks yeah. for having me and on. we love you and, you know just saying six zero one. one yeah Ready? yeah yeah if yeah. the flames do in fact make the playoffs you know we know who to call e- e- yes Maybe yes. we come back. It's to gonna Disney be tonight.
1: it's gonna be game over Calgary with Peter Klein and James Johnson is what it's gonna be in the playoffs yeah. if they keep winning. When you come on, J Money saying the OT loss column. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Audie James. Excuse me, A U D D I E, and then James. Um, great show. This was this was a lot of fun as always. Okay, uh, let me pull up the schedule. As JJ mentioned, the Calgary Flames next action is on Friday when they take on the Vancouver Canucks in Vancouver. Peter Klein has your game over, and uh, yeah, it doesn't say he's got a guest. I see that he's got a guest coming up uh, for Tuesday's show against the Blackhawks. I won't spoil who it is. Um, I'm going to have Shane Stevenson on against the Ducks on Sunday, and then next week, my first game on Wednesday, Rachel Dory will be on as uh, she rebooked herself after losing power and losing patience with her service provider uh, in her previous attempt to join Game Over Calgary. Thank you guys for stopping by and watching. If you're listening on Playback, please be sure to rate the podcast. Give us a thumbs up on your preferred podcatcher. If you're watching on YouTube right now, give a thumbs up. I forgot to do the call to action for that. Give it a thumbs up if you enjoyed everything. Give it a thumbs up for pride, everybody, because it was a a hell of a pride stream and a pride game tonight at the Scotiabank Saddle. Be safe, everybody. We'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Enjoy the game on Friday with Peter. And like I said, we'll talk to you guys Sunday. Be safe, take care, and we'll see you later. Peace.